0: Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today's Friday, the 12th of August. In light of the rising COVID cases this month, the central government has asked states to ensure there are no large gatherings for Independence Day celebrations and that everyone follows COVID protocols. Additionally, all states and union territories are supposed to carry out a Swachh Bharat campaign at a prominent location of each district in a state and union territory and carry out a fortnight and a month-long campaign to keep it swatch through voluntary civil action. The country has been recording an average of 15,000 COVID cases per day. In the last 24 hours, 16,561 new COVID-19 cases and 49 deaths were reported. Delhi police have recovered over 2,000 live cartridges from Anand Vihar, days ahead of Independence Day officials said today. The raids were a part of increased vigilance in light of the upcoming Independence Day celebrations. However, no terror link has been established yet. East Delhi police had received info from an auto driver on August 6th about two people with heavy bags in the Anand Vihar area. A total of six people have been arrested so far. Police said that the accused appeared to be a part of a criminal network. One of the accused, Parikshit Negi, is the owner of a gun house. His associates, Kamran and Nasir, were arrested from Dehradun and Roorkee. Nigi allegedly wrote fake vouchers regarding the sale of ammunition to other gunhouses and sold the contraband at a premium to gangsters. A migrant worker from Bihar was shot dead by suspected militants in Kashmir's Bandipura district, police said today. The incident took place around midnight Thursday. According to the police, militants fired at him at the Sodnara Sambal area in Bandipura, leaving him injured. He was taken to a hospital for treatment, where he died. The victim, Mohammed Amrez, hailed from Bihar's Madhipura district. Meanwhile, a policeman was injured after terrorists opened fire upon a joint party of police and CRPF personnel in Bijbihara area of Anantnag in Jammu and Kashmir this afternoon, news agencies reported. A search operation for suspected militants is underway. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath announced an ex-gratia amount of Rs 4 lakh each for the families of those who died in a drowning incident in Banda district. The incident took place on Thursday evening when a boat capsized in Yamuna River. Three bodies of two women and a child have been recovered from the river so far. Rescue teams resumed the search operation today for the 17 people who are still missing. NDRF and SDRF personnel are conducting a search operation and divers have also been called in from Prayagras to assist, news agencies reported. Prashant Kumar, ADG Law & Order, said that 13 people have been rescued. The boat was reportedly carrying between 30 to 40 people, along with motorcycles and bicycles, from Fatehpur to Marka village when the accident occurred. SHO of Marka, Hemraj Saroj, said the incident was caused by high winds, leading the boat to topple over. Listeners, in recent months, we have seen multiple discussions around the phenomena of bulldozer politics in states like Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh and even Delhi. Bulldozers have unofficially become a tool of the government to become the judge, jury and executioner to punish any transgressions. However, it seems like these punishments are meted out more in locations of a certain community's majority. My colleagues Ashwin Singh and Prateek Goyal investigated the bulldozer campaigns in one particular state, Madhya Pradesh. Read their report titled, What's Fueling Shivrat Chauhan's Journey from Mama Ji to Bulldozer Mama? on Newslaundry.com to learn more about how ideological commitment, political compulsions and laudatory media have solidified the bulldozer politics. Listeners, this story is a part of an NL Sena project. This deep dive investigation was made possible because of your help. If you like the report and want more ground reports, exclusive podcasts and a lot more, consider subscribing to Newslaundry. Newslaundry News Laundry is a completely ad-free platform, which means we don't take ads from governments or corporations. Our news is completely independent from the pressures and censorship related to advertiser money. So if you want to be a part of our ad-free platform and support independent journalism, go to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from as low as Rs. 300 a month. Pay to keep news free. Uttarakhand BJP chief Mahendra Bhatt today issued a statement clarifying that his demand to receive photos of houses without the national flag only applied to BJP workers. Two days ago, while addressing the members of his party, Bhatt had asked them to click pictures of homes that did not hoist the national flag on their premises. The request came in the backdrop of Prime Minister Narendra Modi's Harghar Tiranga Drive, where he asked citizens to display the national flag at their residences from August 13th to 15th. But framed the Harghar Tiranga Drive as a trust test. On August 10th, he made a statement in Haldwani in which he said he wanted photos of houses which had not put up the Tiranga. He had said that the society should be able to see such houses and families. However, Today, he clarified he was only demanding pictures of BJP workers who did not have the flag and not the public at large. According to news agencies, he said he wanted all BJP workers to respond to the PM's call. A video of his demand had gone viral on social media, drawing criticism from members of the opposition. He added today that it was his firm belief that whoever feels for this country will not hesitate to unfurl the national flag at their home and asked why any Indian should have problems with it. Former US President Donald Trump has said he will not oppose the release of the warrant that let FBI agents search his Mar-a-Lago home earlier this week. In a statement, Trump claimed he supported an immediate release of the warrant but reiterated that the search was unnecessary and politically motivated. The FBI had rated Trump's home as a part of investigations into whether the former president removed classified records and sensitive material from the White House. Citing sources, Washington Post reported that documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items FBI agents were looking for at the House. New York Times reported that the Mar-a-Lago search was a part of an effort to account for documents said to relate to some of the most highly classified US programs. The Justice Department has not yet revealed the motive behind the raid in detail officially. The US Department of Justice had made a rare request to a Florida court to unseal the warrant and if the permission is granted, the documents of the investigations will become public. Earlier, Attorney General Merrick Garland revealed he personally approved the warrant for the search. Until now, the Justice Department has followed its normal practice of remaining silent during an active investigation, and documents such as search warrants traditionally remain sealed during a pending investigation. The searches conducted earlier this week were the first time in American history That a former president's home had been searched as a part of a criminal investigation. Alphabet Inc.'s Google unit, by ordered by Australia's federal court, to pay 60 million Australian dollars in penalties for misleading users on the collection of their personal location data. Australia's Competition Watchdog said today, the court found that Google misled some customers about personal location data collected through their Android mobile devices between January 2017 and December 2018. According to Reuters, the users were made to believe that the location history setting on their Android phones was the only way location data could be collected by Google. However, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission said a feature to monitor web and applications activity also allowed local data collection and storage. Proceedings against the company and its local unit began in October 2019. The ACCC believes that 1.3 million Google account users in Australia may have been affected. In an email statement, Google said it had settled the matter and added that it made location information simple to manage and easy to understand. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow.